When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! And Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And it is us. <laughs> Back for this bonus episode. We here. So we have a dear DST for you guys today. Hope all of your Thanksgivings were good last week. You want to do some non-scale wins before we dive right in to the yes. dear DST? Yes, let's non-scale win then dive. Okay, NS dubs. Okay, my on-scale win. So yesterday we were talking via text about how we were saying how like we sort of miss the control of yes. of dieting. Yes, and I realized I texted you and then I like started continued packing and I forgot to respond to your response to me. <laughs> well, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I mean the control, I do miss it. Like I had this like weird nostalgia for it. Like, ooh, like so nice to just yeah. – be like, no, I can't have this. But uh-huh. then I was like, okay, maybe that's actually a sign that like, because I another thing I noticed as a win is that I've been feeling much less like drama or excitement around like any foods at all. Like I almost feel like I've sort of new, like successfully neutralized food. That's great. Like, thank you. So, <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like I just don't like, okay, like it, it's all, you know, I feel like a little bit more calm about that. And I was feeling like this sense of control, like missing the sense of control. So I was like, maybe that's a sign that I'm I'm like ready to practice gentle nutrition. Like maybe instead of every time um, that I'm presented with an option for what to eat, like I don't have to go for the more unhealthy thing just because it's like there and I'm allowed. Like mm-hmm. I'm allowing myself right now. Like maybe I could try to like have something that would like nu- nu- like nourish me rather yeah. than like maybe make me tired. Um, so this morning before like our recordings or whatever, I was like really hungry and I was and I had like leftover rice from sushi last night or there was like salmon. And you know, I'm like so bored of salmon. But then I was like, okay, this will actually like nourish me and I'll feel like, like I'll feel satisfied if I just like have a little bit of this and because I was kind of in a rush. Um, yeah. I was just like, I'll just have, like, have a little bit. I'll like nourish myself and then I'll come back later and have like what I, anything I want. And I did and I was like, okay, this, this was good. 
this is fine. I don't need to, not everything I need to eat needs to taste amazing. Like this tasted fine. And then right. like a half hour later, I was like, oh, I'm really actually like satisfied and energized. So that was nice. Oh, great. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I, I feel the same way. I don't know if I'm, I always question if I'm ready for the gentle nutrition. I mean, I think I've always been applying gentle nutrition, but I'm not sure if I'm doing it from this, from, from like a restriction secret perspective, secret dieting, exactly. So I'm not, I don't know, but I think like that. So I, I texted you, I want to do keto. Yeah. That was like, I was just, but like, I realized why? it was, but I realized exactly what it was afterwards i was like oh clearly i feel like shit about eating some carbs and that's what i i wanted again the same way i want the control um and you're like can you just like not call it keto and just like maybe skip one piece of bread but it's because i've been eating i don't i'm just kind of sick of eating like ex kind of exactly what you said i've been eating a lot of bread and carbs because i feel like I can. I can. But I keep remembering that in intuitive eating that that's not necessarily, that's not intuitive. That's rebellious in the same way rebellious, binging is rebellious. Um, so I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I did the same thing this morning. I was like, I really want eggs, but do I want toast? Like not really that much or jam. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I had some leftover hummus from like yesterday. I got some Greek food. And I ate some hummus with some eggs and it was, and it was very good. And I don't, I don't feel like I was restricting from the bread and right. I inadvertently did keto. <laughs> you didn't do keto. You're not doing keto. You no, just I know, eggs. I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. But you know, everybody, feel, you know, everybody feels like when you accidentally, like you don't eat like halfway through the day and you're like, oh, I'm intermittent yeah. fasting. <laughs> right. Well, you <laughs> just know, okay. one day. Well, you know what? So I think that there's something to the idea of like the eating carbs because I can like afraid of like when they're going to go away because Bobby and I went out to dinner to an Italian place upstate like last week or two weeks ago at this point. And we got like two pasta dishes and like I was full. It was towards the end of the meal, but like I had this like weird need, like this anxiety, like I need to put the rest of the pasta from the main plate onto my plate. Like it needs to be on my plate just in case I want it. Like I can't, the waiter can't <laughs> take it away. Take it away. Yeah. Yeah. The waiter can't take it away. Avi can't have it. Like it needs to go on my plate, but I didn't actually like want it. But like as soon as it was on my plate, I was able to say no to it because like, I I had it. <laughs> like it was it's, yours, yeah. Because it was mine. It was this like weird. It was yours for the taking, right? Like like because I knew that it was not being threatened to be taken away. I felt secure not eating it. Right. Okay. Wait. My win really quickly was that um, obviously you guys again. If you follow me, you know I moved, <laughs> and it's been something that's been giving me so much stress probably since May, and I finally did it. And I am so much happier. Like I can't, I've slept. <laughs> like I just feel so much better. Like bleh, having some more space, having a space that I enjoy. The counter space, guys, the floating microwave. People are responding to me like floating microwave, I heart emoji. I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know, it was, it's just, and I'm excited to decorate, but even just like sitting in just like more. There's nothing like a new apartment. 
and I'm not obviously saying that my last part was like bad by any means. It's just that it was like an anticipation of leaving there for so long and not knowing what I was going to do. And I finally, it's finally like settled. And oh my God, my, my real estate agent was even like, it was like, Oh, I have this house. I'm like, no, six months. You have six months to a year to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> we were not speaking for the next six months to a year. And so I, I feel just a little bit more at peace. I have some water next to me. I love the water. It's my, it's my sign. Water's key. <laughs> so it's just, it's Sansi's happier. You know, she walks out. There aren't lots of people rushing at her. So it's, Rusty's also happier, but <laughs> Sansi is happier. Right. So anyway, those are our wins. You know, Lisa High, like Hames Wake and Shake. I started doing that. How's that been? It act okay. I the reason I started doing it because at first I was like, okay, what's she doing? This is weird. But then I was like, sorry, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. What's she doing? This is weird. Sorry, Lisa. But then I like, you know, really thought about it because like I do, I do like like I, I like respect what she says. So I was like, okay, if she's doing this, there obviously must be like a reason. So I noticed that like in the morning, this might be too much information, but like I always go to the bathroom immediately and I sneeze a lot in the morning and sometimes I cough a lot. <laughs> Right. And I think that's because my body in the morning is trying to like expel stuff. And because I, again, the sneezing is like weird in the, like, like I always feel like I'm trying to like get something out of me in the morning. Do you sleep with AC on? Yes. That's why. Oh, okay. Whatever. But, <laughs> but it makes so sense. I started you're not doing, sne- yeah, sneezing all night. Right. So I started doing the wake and shake to see if maybe I could just like, maybe that is the, maybe that's what my body wants. And right. I like it. It actually really does get you tingling in the morning. <laughs> what do you do? You just like shake your body? I look ridiculous. But yeah, I do what she does in the videos. What does Avi say? He's usually not around for that. A, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a private moment between Sammy and the mirror. No, I mean, no there's no mirror. I don't look at oh, the okay. mirror. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy and the ground. I'm not hiding it from Avi. It's just like he usually is like, I don't know, doing his real workouts. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a triathlon while you're yeah. I'm like, let me just shake out a little. <laughs> when it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there. And I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So let's do, let's do a dear DST. Okay. Hi, Sammy and Aileen. First, I'd like to thank you for suggesting the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's so good. I know. I moved to a new state this summer and started listening to your podcast as a way to help cope with the hour plus commute I have driving in traffic. Thanks to this podcast, I've become more aware of the food rules I follow and have since allowed myself to be more patient, intuitive, and mindful when it comes to eating. Like I said, I moved mid-pandemic. Because of the job landscape right now, I'm working with a family as an in-house nanny. I help make sure there are two kids, one elementary and one middle schooler, get fed at lunch, stay on task, complete their lessons, and get some fresh air every day. The parents are also working from home, so I watch their family dynamics from the front lines for seven-ish hours a day. One thing that has raised concern for me is how one of the parents will police the snacks of their middle school boy eats. They'll remind the son to only eat one serving of Cheez-Its or else he will get fat. Today, the parent paused the boy when we got a single, when we got a single serving size of Pringles out of the pantry and had him look at the calories on the container. They then had a dialogue that his other preferred snack, pretzels, have less calories per serving, so he should choose that snack instead. Because if he continues to choose Pringles as his snack, his body will change. I know that if I was exposed to this kind of messaging as a middle schooler from my parents, I would have a tougher relationship with food now. 
I'm worried the parent might not connect this negative messaging with their child's long-term relationship with food. Not to mention the patriarchy hardly ever acknowledges that men can have eating disorders too. This parent is a self-proclaimed feminist, so I feel like they should already be conscious of the harmful impact that diet culture can not can have not only on young women, but also on young men. I'm not sure what I what to do. I don't want to step on any toes, obviously want to keep my job. Do you all think this is kind of mess up? Should I mention something to the parent? Just overhearing these messages make me sad for the kids. I feel like I should be smuggling Pringles to him during Zoom classes. Thanks in advance. Love, Snack Smuggler. Snack Smuggler. Snack Smuggler. She That's knows we appreciate the name, I think, which we do. Uh-huh. Thank you. Which we do snack Smuggler. Sure. I, I obviously though I don't want to come from the perspective of neither of us are parents, so we know right. nothing when it comes to that. But in my opinion, about just health in general, focusing on calories over like ingredients maybe is the is really where it could be switched. Like comparing pretzels and Pringles, it's like that's like too specific. Like one is not going to do anything over the other, right? I mean, I mean, I think it's, I think the question is more like, okay, these people have their own set of things that they, you know, we all have our weird diet food rules and it's great that she is trying to kind of overcome that. But I think the question is more like, what should she do in the situation? And I hate to say it, but like, I don't really think it's, I don't think she should say anything. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that she, I don't think she's going to keep her job. I think, and also like, and also, you're not going to be the one who's going to like break through diet culture and explain to them like why these things are bad. And I think it's just one of those things that you might just have to like ignore. And now you're, you know, you know what not to do, kind of in your own future life. Um. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would I would I would tread lightly here because I think the most obvious uh, result in you just saying it randomly like I don't think you should do that. The mother will get defensive and think that, you know, nothing, which from her perspective, I would say you don't. You're not an expert. Right. right? From her perspective. And I mean, you're not an expert, but <laughs> so I would so I would say that that's not the right approach. If you do want to have some effect, I think wait for an opening. Like there might be an opening that comes out where she might ask you. If she asks you like, but not in front of the kid. Again, not in front of the kid because she don't she, she doesn't want to seem undermined as her mother too with the nanny, I'm assuming. So if not in front of the kid and you have an opening where she says something like, how, how, what do you think about how can I get him snacking better, right? If she says that, that's the best opening because now you can give your opinion. Don't tell her what she's doing is bad. That's, that's a big no-no. Just say like, yeah, I mean, maybe just try to maybe focus on like um, things that have uh, better n- nutrients like or, or, or look, find some snacks to fill the house that you can look at the um, ingredients and they're a little bit less processed. I mean, I think the kid is still going to have access to the processed stuff in school, so you can't completely take them away. But I don't know. Maybe calories aren't the way to do it because he's not going to look at all the calories all the time. Maybe you could say like, Obviously, I'm not an expert, but I have been reading this book or I have like listened right, to this right. podcast episode about, I'm not saying recommend ours. I'm saying like it doesn't, no, I'm <laughs> Here's saying- Here's a great way no, for marketing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm actually not saying recommend ours. I'm saying like probably yeah. find one with like 
a doctor maybe who like that that's saying talks about yeah nutrition for kids yeah like maybe recommend a resource somewhere where she can find more because I think if you try to get really specific on the advice like that's not going to cause her to learn anything new you want her to you want to kind of get her to learn something new so she can discover it herself great idea so maybe saying like oh I I like saw this book or a friend that I know is reading this book or something like you know, it doesn't, whatever, however you want to say it, like something. And obviously I would have one in your head that you actually want to recommend. Don't just like make one up, like obviously. (laughs) So that way you kind of have it on the back burner if you ever want to, if this opportunity arises. Yeah. That's a great idea. I like your way better. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because she's not going to learn from you. Maybe like give her a snippet of like a teaser of information and then for her to be like intrigued, go buy the book and read it on her own. Maybe she'll ask in her like if she's in a mommy group or something yeah. like that. Maybe you there's could al- that. You could also be like, I was reading about this thing called intuitive. You could say like, I was reading about intuitive eating, which is basically like the the idea that kids will kind of like learn how to feed themselves if they don't feel restricted. And or if you all be, foods you be are like, neutral. A, right, right. All foods are, are equal and, and or neutral. And you could say like, I'm not an expert, but I know there's this book or whatever. Right. I think that's great advice. Well, we, it seems that we've done our duty then. So good luck, snack smuggler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go smuggle some snacks for my kitchen right now. Me too. And guys, email us your dear DSTs. The email is dst at betches.com. Um, DM us maybe if you have any questions at Diets Are Tomorrow, at Sammy, at Aileen. Leave us a review, please. We would really love it. We would but just only if really you're a fan. If you're a fan, you got you got to love it, you know? Yeah. Um, also, if you like it too, that's good. And yeah, that's it for us today. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to DST at Betches.com. Betches.